What's up, family? My name is Anthony Doris, and welcome to Rome 5-8, a show where we talk about Jesus and his love for all people. So you may be wondering, what is Rome 5-8? It's basically Romans 5 and 8. Romans, the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 8. That scripture says that while we were yet sinners, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so it's the greatest thing that I've ever heard in my life, that a God who loves people but hates sin, loved us so much that he loved us more than he hated the sin that we were in. And it's an amazing thing to me. And it's um, why I serve Jesus. And, uh, and so this show is all about that. It's all about telling people that Jesus loves them no matter where they are, no matter who they are, no matter what they've done. God has love for you and uh, he's pursuing you in love. So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a local pastor here in Saddle, Santa Clarita, California. Um, I do a lot of things at the church, do some marriage groups, do some life groups at our church. So it's an amazing uh, location and I love it so much. And so I'm here uh, for one purpose, to help people find their purpose. I'm a big advocate for purpose. I believe and I know that God created you, me, Everyone who's ever lived, everyone who's living now and will ever live, God created us all with purpose. God is strategic. God is intentional about you and about me. He didn't create you just because he wanted to have another person on the earth. He has a specific thing that he wants you to do on the earth while you're living. So your time is valuable. Your life is valuable. You are valuable. So that's what we're going to talk about. And you're going to hear me talk about kind of four themes um, on the show uh, because they're my values. It's kind of what shapes me. It's how I live my life. It's how I see the world. So the first value is Jesus. Um, my relationship with God shapes how I see the world. I see the world through the lens of Jesus and his teachings. And I try to obey uh, what God tells me to do. And so the next one is family. My family is everything to me. They are God's love for me in the flesh and uh, they get my first my best and my last and then um, service I know that my life is meant to serve other people and to tell people about Jesus so you'll hear about service a lot and I believe your life is about service too by the way and then the next thing um, that we're going to talk about we're going to talk about justice because it's the cross that I kind of bear it's the thing that weighs heavy on my life that I'm always thinking about I serve I want to serve people who are oppressed I want to serve people who are um, in, in, in bad situations, who are being oppressed by um, something or someone. And so that's what we're going to talk about. Jesus, family, service, and justice. So that's what Rome 8 is all about. And the next thing I'll talk about is we're going to talk, talk about your value. We're going to talk about why you're valuable and why God created you. So stay tuned for that. All right. What? What's up, family? I'm back and I got a question for you. Do you know how valuable you are. I want you to know that you're valuable. You're not only valuable um, to the people who are around you, to your family, maybe your mom, your dad, to your children, but you're valuable to God and you're valuable to the world because God created you on purpose for a purpose. So listen, I want to take you to Jeremiah. It's a book in the Bible. It's in the Old Testament. Jeremiah, the first chapter, the fourth and the fifth verses says this. God was talking to Jeremiah. He says this to Jeremiah for the first time when God is talking to Jeremiah. He says, look, before I shaped you in the womb, I knew all about you. Before you saw the light of day, I had holy plans for you. A prophet to the nations. That's what I had in mind for you. 
Listen, this scripture gives us an insight into how God thinks when he created you and me. And so God is telling Jeremiah, literally, he's letting him in on, you know, he's letting him behind the curtain to let him know, hey, here's how I think when I create people. And when I create things and when I give purpose to things. And so he tells us four things. He tells us first how how he shaped us. He tells us how he knew all about us. And then he says that he has holy plans for everything he creates. And then he says he gave us a specific uh, purpose that he created us for. All right. So let's get into it. First of all, he says, I shaped you. God intentionally made you. You are one of a kind. I like to say it like this. God broke the mold when he made you. Dr. Miles Monroe says it like this. You were you are permanently rare. There is nobody like you on the earth. And that's the first thing you got to know about yourself. Second, he says, I knew all about you. God didn't just create you to create you. He created you and he knew you. He didn't just know of you. He intimately knew you. The Bible says that he knows the hair, number of hairs that are numbered on our head. God is intimate with us. He knows everything about us. He created everything about you. He knows more about you than you know about yourself. He knows exactly who you are. He knows exactly what you were meant to do. And because of that, and because he's your creator, he's able to label you like no one else can. Matter of fact, no one else can label you. Not your past, not people, not even yourself. Because sometimes we can even look at ourselves and not think the best things about ourselves. But God labels you because he's the one who made you. And he has the right to do it. So whatever you are is what God says you are. All right. And then the other thing he says is I have plans for you. So not only did he shape us, knew all about us, labeled us, but he has plans for us. The Bible says he had holy plans for us. Holy is kind of a religious word, but let me break it down. It just simply means that he separated you for a purpose. So God had a separated purpose for you to be on the earth. God has a plan for your life. There was meaning and intention behind the color of your hair, behind the way you talk, the way you think, and the way you dream. You were sent to earth for a unique and a specific reason. And then he says to Jeremiah, I ordained you or I appointed you as a prophet. A prophet is just someone who speaks for God on the behalf of God to people. So he says, um, I had in mind that you would be a prophet. That's what I had in mind. And so listen, God has an intention and he has something in mind for us to do a specific purpose for our lives. And so you may not be a prophet, but you may be a person who speaks well and can uh, be a great uh, person who gives great speeches or can be able to inspire people with how you talk and how you, you know, um, tell them about things in the world. Or you may be a teacher or you may be a great mom or a dad or, or, a, or a president. You may be any number of things, but God has given you, the point is God has given you something specific in this world to do. So you have something in this world that you're supposed to be doing right now, that you're supposed to be spending every moment, every minute of your life doing that specific thing. And God knows what it is and he can tell you what it is. So you have great eternal significance and value for your life. When I come back, I'm going to tell you about some action steps that you can start kind of activating these um, these things in your life, how God shaped you, how he knew about you, his holy plan for you and what he specifically made you to be. I'll be back. All right, family. So we know that our life has value. But what are the action steps that we can take 
to cherish that value and to know specifically what God has called us to do, why he values us. So here's three things that I want you to do. I want you to pray. Prayer is just sincere communication with God. I want you to know some things about prayer. Um, God is listening when you pray. He's hearing everything that you say. He's he's uh, he's listening to your heart, to your passion, to your desires, to um, your worry, to your questions. He's listening. Um, there's no special way to pray. I want you to know that you don't have to clasp your hands, kneel down or close your eyes or anything like that. If you want to do that, if that makes you feel great, better do it. But it, but it doesn't matter to God. God just literally wants you to have sincere communication with him. And so and talk to with God, talk to God with respect. Talk to him with the respect you would give a person that you respect the most in the world. And I want you to know that he hears you just how you talk. You don't have to have some special kind of, you know, words or language or anything like that to talk to God. God hears you in your vernacular. He hears you um, how you speak with your slang um, in your own specific language from a different na- from whatever nation you're from. God hears you. He knows um, your voice. Remember, God knows you intimately. And then um, I want you to I want, I want you to hear God. I want you to listen to God. Now, listen, um, God is not always going to speak to you in some big booming voice like you hear in the movies from the sky. Right. You know, that's not usually how God speaks to you. You know, what I mean, God um, has never spoken to me in an audible voice. Now, do I think he can do it? I think, sure, God can do anything if he wanted to and get your attention that way he could do it. But usually how God speaks to us is through our circumstances, through the things we go through. Usually when we're going through something, God is trying to tell us something. He's trying to tell us to back away from something or he's trying to push us into something or into an open door and saying, hey, you need to take that opportunity or you need to get away from that person or you need to love that person. God is usually talking to us through our circumstances. He talks to us through the people who love us. Sometimes the people who love us can see things in us that we don't see in ourselves and our friends and our family and the people who care about us the most can see great things in us. And and God speaks to us through those people in our lives. And then he speaks to us through the things that we care about the most. Sometimes the greatest way to hear God is to um, listen to what you care about. Um, man, I, I care about people. I care about people knowing their purpose. So how did God speak to me and tell me that my purpose was to help other people know their purpose? Because it was it was the thing that frustrated me the most. It was the thing that I wanted to change in the world that I saw that I couldn't stand to see. And I said, man, I really wish that there was something that I could do to help people find their purpose and get out of the rut of of life that people are usually in when they don't know what they were called or made to do. And so God spoke to me in that kind of way. And then I want you to value your life. If God values your life, if the God of the universe who made everything values who you are, you need to value your life. God went to great lengths to create the masterpiece that you are. And you are a masterpiece. You may be saying to yourself, you don't know what I've done, Anthony. Like, I've done some bad things. Listen to me. Again, don't let your past or the things that you've gone through or the things that you've done label you.
God made you a masterpiece. You may not look like it right now, but God's going to bring that masterpiece out. He's going to chisel away until you become the masterpiece that he made you to be. So don't ruin your the valuable work of art that your life is. Don't ruin it with things that are that'll make you unhealthy, like unhealthy people, unhealthy relationships and unhealthy uh, things that you take into your body like drugs and things like that. Don't ruin the art, the work of art that you are. You have your your life has meaning. It's unique. And it was and it had a great price paid for it. And the price that was paid for it was Jesus Christ dying on the cross. He loved you enough to die on the cross, to step out of eternity, to live where you live, to experience the things and the temptations and the hardships that you experience as a human and then to die and to love you and to sacrifice his life for you. So that's what I want you to know. Pray, listen, value your life. I'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. What's up, people? I want to know how you like this show. I want to know everything. I want to know feedback. I want to know, did you like the topic? Did you like um, some of the segments? What would you love to hear next? Um, Give me some feedback. I want to know if you like the show. Share it with people that you know would benefit from it. And I just want to let you know that I love you one more time. And uh, be good and be good to yourself. Grace and peace.